With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. Hope you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. Uh, Welcome in. Got an outstanding show for you. Did you, there's two things that have happened in the last 24 hours that I think are, uh, you know, like the Brad Beal story is interesting, right? Well, I, I'm not going to request a trade, but like, look, if you guys are going to start over and you guys are going to trade away guys like, ah, you could, yeah, I, I could, I'll, I'll think about it. All right. So Brad Beal's going to be traded. Right. Uh, by the way, programming note tomorrow. And let's give credit words to Dan Byer hooked us all up. We're going to the U.S. Open. Um, I'm actually going to get to play in a foursome. That's all because of Dan. Dan doesn't know that. I'm kidding. We get to go. We're going to the U.S. Open broadcasting live from the L.A. Country Club tomorrow. Hmm. Hmm. So we'll be drinking, sipping our tea, right? <laughs> Making sure we have closed-toed shoes. Baby. Yes. 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 I have to wear a polo and some golf pants. Some golf pants. But uh, we're going to the U.S. Open tomorrow. Uh, Byer, uh, if you were going to uh, put a little cash, maybe of the $8 million that Michael Florio said one NFL player lost in gambling this last year, you can put a little cash 
on a golfer to win the U.S. Open at the L.A. Country Club, who would it be? I'm going to take a popular name that is flying a little under the radar, hasn't Ooh. played great this year, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. Yes. Justin Thomas. Popular name, multiple major winner, but we hear a lot about Rom and Scheffler and Kepka, Rory, but uh, yeah, we're going to... We're gonna Take a little flyer. I think that would be good value. I don't know what his uh, odds are, but no, no, no love for is Max Homa in the in the. I in think the field? there's too much talk about Max Homa because he set the course record there at the Pac-12 tournament ten yep. years ago. Yeah. Local boy, I think it's a lot of pressure. Is he from uh, L.A.? It feels like that's going to be the uh, Jerome Bettis yeah. Detroit yeah. sort of thing here. Yes, you know Max Homa is from L.A., right? He's and uh, well, you know, in L.A. is so big, but it's in our uh, mine and Jason Stewart's neck of the woods. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Did you guys know that they're from L.A.? <laughs> um, okay, we'll get to the Beal stuff. Mark Medina is going to join us. What does he join us? 30 after the hour, half past the hour or so? 25 after the hour? Uh, we also have a, we're going to debut, or debut, depending upon your pronunciation. We're going to debut That's Baseball. And it's one of my favorite things to do because um, when you, the the term when people say that's baseball, it's like explaining the inexplicable. But in baseball, that's kind of part of the curiosity to the sport, right? Part of the the pleasure to the sport as well is the, you know, guy comes up and he's hitting below the Mendoza line and he hits for the cycle. You're like that doesn't make any sense. That's baseball. Anyway, we got that's baseball upcoming in 15 minutes. Got Mark Medina. We'll talk about the potential trades. Could Damian Lillard be on the move? What about Brad Beal? And, oh, yeah, by the way, a question that I will pose to him, which I think is really pertinent, is I'm not willing to call the Nuggets a dynasty. I realized, like Bayer pointed out, they had a very easy run seed-wise to their first ever NBA championship. But all of the pertinent guys outside of Bruce Brown are under contract. I'm sure he's going to get re-signed and stay. They're very likely to be at least very competitive in the future. Does this change how you put together a roster. And I'll back that up as to why that's a legit question upcoming later this hour. But let's talk about the, um, uh, in, in when you're in Oakland, you're close to Berkeley. I mean, Berkeley, basically part of Oakland. You, you know, there was going to be some sort of protest, right? Not a day goes by. My brother was at, at Berkeley at Cal as an assistant basketball coach for six years. And um, he's like, there's just always a protest over something. Matter of fact, I love this one. Do you guys know this story? They, they have an athletic performance center that opened a couple years ago. When he was there, they had all the funding. They'd raised the money. They had over $300 million set for this athletic performance center. But they couldn't break ground because in order to uh, break ground, they needed to cut down some trees. And you had people living in the trees. These were not redwoods that were over 100 years old. They were, they were planted in like the 50s and 60s. But it's berserkly. And you had people live, literally living in the trees. And then, again, this is a real story. At some point in time, they got a court order to cut the food lines. To cut the food lines to try and get people out of the trees. So the people living in the trees, as a response, threw their poop. Threw their poop at people who were, uh, uh, who were trying to get them out of the trees. That's a crappy job, is it not? Anyway... So they had a, was it a reverse boycott last night in Oakland? Reverse boycott. And the idea is no one's been going to the last place A's games 
all year anyway. So as part of a reverse boycott, uh, the Oakland A's fans would show up. So they play at a massive stadium, which was added on to when the Raiders came back from L.A. when they built um, this gargantuan third level out in center field. It's called Mount Davis. And nobody sits there. So here's the problem. I just, I, I obviously all of us grew up who grew up in the 80s remember the Bash Brothers. If you're in the 70s, you remember Reggie Jackson and those Oakland A's teams. Um, and, you know, because of the popularity of the book Moneyball and the movie Moneyball and the success at times of this baseball club, the A's have always been kind of part of the baseball conversation. But like, wh- wh- what are we doing here? It, base, sports is, in fact, a business. And it's really weird. Like the Warriors left a couple years ago and granted they only went across the Bay, but they're never coming back and they can wear, you know, Oakland on their jerseys, but they're in San Francisco. It's an absolute game changer in terms of the value of the franchise, as well as the money that you can bring in. If you're mad at the A's, you should be really mad at the Warriors, but you're not. The the Warriors, I believe, made $750 million off their non-basketball revenue last year. Why? Because they have a new arena that they own and they're able to charge the nose because they're in San Francisco, which is uh, which is incredibly powerful and popular real estate. You know, there's a reason that the Niners, when looking to build a new stadium, did not even though the Raiders were leaving, they wanted nothing to do with Oakland. It's just financially, it's not reasonable to be in that city. They've lost the NFL. They've lost the NBA. They're going to lose Major League Baseball. And even on a day when all of these people called for, hey, just in a rare twist, it costs you nothing. It's a last place game, but we're going to show them what we're made of. 27,000 people showed up. You do realize that you didn't, you reiterated and doubled down on every thought that anybody has about keeping a team in Oakland. Of course, it's about the stadium, but at some point, Whoever's owned the franchise has said it doesn't really matter the the stadium. We can't make money here or the type of money that we want to make. And we're in this weird time where, or this weird time where like, so if you own a franchise worth over a billion dollars, you're not supposed to make it profitable. I, I don't understand. Buyer, help me out. When you watched the reverse boycott last night, and and just so you're aware, like Buyer and I and Jay Stu Ramos, I don't think you'll find a show that has a collection of bigger baseball fans, maybe outside of like East Coast-based shows where people talk. We don't talk about baseball because baseball and national sports radio are just not that popular, right? But this is an interesting topic. It's like of all the teams to do a reverse boycott and to really protest and get mad about them leaving, why the A's and not the Raiders or the Warriors? Because you're the last ones to go? And by the way, you should have been the first ones to go. They don't draw well. Yes, the stadium's a dump, but you can't make money on that team. Not nearly the money you can make in Vegas or in Nashville or in Montreal or wherever else. Baseball knows it as well. That's why baseball, by all reports, they're not even going to charge them a relocation fee. Let's get them the hell out of Oakland and pretend like we're really sad. Nobody's really sad. 
It's a, it's a weird market. You just can't make as much money there as you can in other places. And the NFL got out. The NBA got out. Why is Major League Baseball the bad guys for getting out? Byer, you got any idea? Well, I, I will say this. It is It would be increasingly frustrating if I was a fan to have ownership in the front office dismantle the teams like they have over the past how many years? When you have young stars, even you know as recently as Matt Olson and and Matt Chapman and those guys that ended up moving on, there was never a time to gain any sort of momentum to to have a winner. The facility is awful by all accounts from everything we've heard, including the broadcast booth where there was a raccoon or whatever. But I just I feel it's a lot to ask the fans to continue to spend the money on a team that continues to be dismantled. I don't I used to think that they were just bandwagon fans and I don't know if I got older and just felt differently and maybe was more conscious of spending a buck and that it was maybe about more than sports, but they gave them no reason to show up to the ballpark for the last 5 or 10 years. No question. I think that's fair. Um but I don't even think it mattered that much if they do show up. Right? That's only a fraction of what it takes to make Money. It's just not a, uh, you know, like for people who don't know, my sister used to be second in charge of marketing with the Raiders. And when they moved from L.A. to Oakland, you know, it, it, it did not take a long time before they when they making calls on corporations like, look, we'd love to do business with you, but you're not in San Francisco. So you don't hit our target demo. Just the socioeconomic background of people who go to A's games, Raiders games, even Warriors games in Oakland is not. Where, where the high-level advertising dollars are, marketing dollars are. It's, it, it really is that simple. And uh, it's, it's a weird thing. It's, I, you know, I, I wish I could explain it in any other way, but it is about the money. But people oftentimes, it's like, well, it's bad what they're doing in tearing it down. And this year is obviously a pathetic joke. There have been other years where they've been at least competitive. But they're bottoming out, I think, with the idea of you go to Vegas, new stadium, new money, and now you go and spend. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you load up your farm system so it's all ready to go. What about you, Jay Stu? You're kind of a baseball historian. Are are you in any way negative about the A's organization moving? No. I think it'll be good for baseball. Um, It'll be interesting for Las Vegas that has a lot of momentum going for it. Um, the A's have had decades, literally decades, to figure out the stadium situation. And that has just been a dog crap um, situation from the very beginning. And the A's fans, and I don't know how many there are, if there, if there are 24,000 A's fans, that's a surprise to me, um, they have nothing to complain about. You could be sad, but you also have an hour trip to Vegas. That's a that's a real nice Southwest flight. Oh, I agree there. Um, and I don't know why anybody would go to. What's the most baseball games you've ever gone to in a year? Three, probably. Jay Stu, probably twenty. Dodger games. Mostly, yeah, yeah. Because you worked for the Dodgers Network. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an easy time to go to games. But, but even twenty, like even twenty, that's a lot. 
right? That's a lot. That's like, whew, that's an investment. I mean, honestly, I would guess even free tickets. Did you have free parking? In that situation, yes, I did. Okay. I mean, like, look, even if you get free tickets, you had to pay for parking, it's an expensive night. Like, I've just, I've never understood the baseball regular season ticket holder thing. I'm with Bayer. I love baseball. I can watch it every night at home. And if I go a couple times the year, it, it feels special to me. Like, I don't understand what the, what the big loss is. Are you talking about recently or just in my lifetime? In my, like, since I was... In your lifetime. How, what's the most the most I went was... I just want to know 80, 1984 specifically. <laughs> uh, we used to go to about 40. It's half the home games of the 40s? Dodgers. 40s? Yeah. So Dodger the, games? Were 80, how many home games are there? 80? Season tickets? Like a share of season My tickets? parents, we bought at least one ticket for each series. Uh, when I was when I was like ten to like 12, eighteen years old, we went to every every like Sunday Dad game. Dad, a doctor? What's that? No, we just it was very it wasn't it was ex- in, it, it really, was it was really expensive. It was expensive. This is like nineteen seventy seven to like nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety. Okay, so but if you bought it, did that mean you went to all those games? Yes, me and my mom and dad went to every every at least one home series every the whole se- season so half of the 82 games it does feel like at some point it's like going to church like we would show game? up at like the game it was like let's say it was a one o'clock start game on sunday we'd show up like at 10 in the morning and we'd really? get in yeah we just would sit there we'd eat we'd watch batting practice um it was a big part of my childhood it was it was awesome <laughs> okay so are you should we be sad that the oakland a's will be no more a little bit yeah, I do think they have a rich history in Oakland. They have three World, uh, four World Series actually, including many great players that went through there and Reggie Jackson and the greatness of Charles Finley. Even though he kind of started the whole one of the whole thing about you know getting rid of guys with free agency with Catfish Hunter and stuff like that. So, um, but yes, there should be a little bit of first sports book I ever read was Catfish Hunter's autobiography. Yeah, I mean he left to go to the Yankees for three yes. million dollars. Correct. And that was a lot of money back in 1977. Yeah, by, by many people's estimation, everybody says Kurt Flood, but uh, uh, Catfish Hunter was the first true free agent and free agent signing in, in Major League Baseball history. Um, yeah, like, look, I, I, I think it's okay to be sad, but to sit here and, and fight the fact that, like, there's obviously a reason that all of these teams are leaving. And sure. the, and And look, a lot of it is the stadium. Right? Like people are like, oh, I liked Oracle better. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but but the, the reality is that when they didn't win, the Warriors for 40 years didn't draw. They just didn't. The Raiders never drew particularly well. Like, oh, the black hole. Like, yeah, go look up in, in, uh, in Mount Davis, the top of the stadium. Wasn't full. And the A's have not traditionally drawn well. Now, could you build a new stadium? Like, yeah, but that's a little bit of lipstick on a pig. And you'd make more money, right? But it would, you're still not going to fill up the stadium, and you're not going to be able to get the non-baseball revenue the way you would when you're in Vegas. It's a, sports is a business. And look, there's a balance between you have to stay loyal to the city, and the city has to stay loyal to you. And I've said this before about this is San Diego. I feel no sympathy for San Diego. I understand that when they lost the Chargers— um, the, the, the mayor was a, the mayor was being investigated and it was a joke, but you, you had like a decade there to build a stadium. And they said, we want our stadium to be in downtown. And like, well, you know, you got to pay for more of it. Like, no, you don't. 
for, for eight games a year? Nah, you pay for it. You're going to get the economic benefits of it. But like real civic leaders, like you got to find a way to build a stadium to keep a team. And, the, and Oakland did a bad job of it for a long time. The demo of the city isn't great. Clearly can't support high, high level uh, sports teams. And so you've already lost two, and now it feels like you're wrapping your arms around the Oakland A's because they're the last one to go. They're gone. And I actually think it hurts your point to go like, okay, this is a game we're all going to show up as a reverse boycott. And you put 27,000 people in the place. 27,000 people in the place. Like, I, again, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. The... The Angels have been poorly run for 20 years. Okay? Now, they're playing well. I almost feel bad about mentioning it. They've won eight of the last nine games, including taking the first two from the Rangers in their series. But, Jay Stu, how many people do the, the Angels put in their building every year? A lot, right? Three million. Every year. Every year. You know? And... The owner, the Artie Moreno doesn't even want to call it Anaheim. He wants nothing to do with Orange County. He tries to call it L.A. Doesn't matter. Three million people show up. They're good. They're bad. Three. And I, I don't like giving money to a bad team. I love Mike Trout and watching him and Shohei play. But the point is that certain markets can support it. Certain markets can't. And at the end of the day, it's not a charity. It's a business. And you're kind of making the point of the business if in the one night where you're like, hey, tonight's the night. Tickets are like nothing. Everybody show up and 27,000 people show up. It's not personal. It's strictly business. Correct. Correct. Thank you, Michael. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know. Think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DOUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DOUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. 
They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio, the fresh, the fresh sprint of Irish Spring, and those sensational Irish Spring suds. Oh, took a shower this morning with my Irish Spring. God, it smells good and feels good. Reset your own day, Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Mark Medina joins us, Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. And uh, Mark, the uh, if you've been listening to the show, and I, I know you tweeted out, uh, Dan Byer's been updating us. Brad Beal, um, open to the possibility of a trade case. He's got the only no trade clause in the NBA open to a trade. If the wizards choose to reset the roster. And if we go back a week ago, Mark, Mike Winger, who was brought over from the Clippers is running the organization has been given carte blanche to reset the roster. So it, it feels like this is going to happen. What do you think the probability is that Brad Beal's traded this off season? Yeah, it's a good question. I think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. I don't have confidence that it will happen this offseason. Here's why. I've been told for what it's worth that how these conversations came to be is, you know, look, Michael Winger, Travis Schlenk, they're new to the front office. They're trying to get to know everyone and talk to people, including Bradley Beal. So it was about kind of laying the lands- out the landscape, getting a sense of expectations. And that's where it came up. If they decide to rebuild, you know, how would Bradley feel about And he mentioned about, you know, wanting to work with him about trade destinations. But for what it's worth, I have been told it was stressed that neither the Wizards nor Bradley Beal's camp were pushing, hey, we got to end this, right? But it has to always require a first step for that 
relationship to end, and this very well could be that. And when you look at Michael Winger's history with the Clippers, you know, he was part of them, you know, getting Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. He was very much of the mind of there's a lot of value in collecting assets, whether it's draft picks, good role players. When Travis Schlenk took over the Atlanta Hawks, um, you know, he blew up the roster. And I remember talking to him at the time. He felt like, uh, you know, the Hawks' best days were behind him. That, those were the years of, you know, the, the no stats all stars, so to speak, of, you know, the Kyle Corvers of the world and Dwight Howard's uh, time there. And he felt like, well, they're just going to be mediocre. What's the point of running that back? So they, those two people in particular very much have a history of not being afraid to start from scratch and looking at value in collecting assets. So I do think it'll happen, but whether it's this offseason or not, who knows? But it was very important to have this conversation, knowing they're first there to start out. They want to get to know everyone. And we have the draft coming up, and that's always an opportunity for trades. They want to get in the top three of the draft. Portland has a top three draft pick. Portland's trying to hold on to to Damian Lillard. Is that is that a reasonable destination? It is a reasonable destination, but I don't think Portland's gotten to the point where they will trade Damian Lillard. Maybe Damian has mentioned Miami Heat as a nice destination, but I would be very surprised that whether it involves Bradley Beal or anyone that they deal Damian. But you know, you look at I'm saying to add two Damian Lillard to, oh, to add bring two. Yeah. Add two. Um, it could work. I just don't know what you know the the Wizards would get in return. That's a value, right? Um, and I think the tricky part of this no trade clause is there's no, there's no way around it. The, the Wizards aren't going to get equal you know cents on the dollar here. But when it comes to finding a trade that's somewhat reasonable, Bradley Beal not only can veto it if he doesn't like the trade, but if it gets to the point where that team's gutting the roster to get him, he might think, well, I'm just playing on the Wizards again, right, with no one around me, so he can nix that. Um, so, yeah, I think that they can play well together. Uh, I would suspect that Damian would, would still be the number one guy, and, you know, they've he shared a backcourt, much of a lesser caliber player with C.J. McCollum, but I, I don't see what else Portland has of value that would make it worth for the Wizards to go down that road. Um, uh, okay, what's the latest on Kyrie Irving? Um, the latest is I think that he winds up in a Mavericks uniform, but the point of contention is going to be length and number. And I think that Kyrie, from the time with uh, you know his breakup with Brooklyn, the point of contention was he viewed his, himself as a max player. He should have gotten the multi-year extension. When that didn't happen, uh, he decided to leave. And in this case, I don't know what the better alternatives are, right? Because he's already alienated basically the entire league. You know, I know that this whole pipe dream of you know, trying to convince LeBron to come to the Mavs, that's never going to happen. Um, I also think it's never going to happen of him coming to the Lakers, partly because Kyrie's not going to accept any kind of discount deal. But even if it did, you know, I think the Lakers, staying back to the trade deadline, have been about, look, we want to have guys that we know are going to be available on a consistent basis because we've, we're already dealing with the unknowns with LeBron, you know, getting older and, and entering his 21st season, Anthony Davis's injury history. So I think with all that said, 
Kyrie winds up staying put with Dallas, but I think the larger part is what else do they build around him and Luka? Because in fairness to Kyrie, I'd been told from the very beginning throughout this season that obviously they missed the playing tournament, but there weren't a lot of issues internally as far as how Kyrie's presence in the locker room was. It was really just they didn't have enough of a supporting cast. And at this point, you know, Luka's not talking about, well, if you don't improve the roster enough, I want to get out of here. But if it goes down that road where it's just patchwork and random nice role players together, but that ultimately doesn't mean much, I do wonder if he reaches a breaking point. Uh, Okay, so what do the Lakers do? Um, I think there's a few low-hanging fruits uh, here. Austin Reeves, Rui Achimura coming back. They're restricted. They do like their upside. They are aware, though, that they're probably going to get a lot of interest. And then after that, it's how do they manage the salary cap. And they don't have a lot of other resources to get. They do like D'Angelo Russell on one hand because he's continuity. He helped revamp the offense. If it is a cap-friendly figure uh, because of depressed interest in the market, they could do that. But if he gets lucrative offers elsewhere, um, I think that they'll just say, hey, nice knowing you. And then uh, at that point, maybe see if they can do some sign-in trades. But I think that while everything is fluid and everything's on the table, and they'll certainly explore trade possibilities, it just seems like they're very much erring on valuing continuity versus let's try to get a third star or anything else because of what they've seen this past year when you don't have depth put in the hands of LeBron and AD being healthy on a consistent basis just hasn't happened, and there's no reason to think that'll happen again next season. Okay, Um, you got the Warriors. Um, You have a new general manager, right? You have new leadership. You got the Draymond Green decision. Uh, Apparently now that they, it looks like that they want to, they want to hang on to some of the pieces that people thought they would part with. What are the Warriors looking at? Yeah, well, first with the draft, 19th pick, as you know, Doug, like mid-first-round picks are not game-changers, and you know sometimes it's like whoever's available. But I wouldn't be surprised that if they find players of equal value in that 19th pick, maybe they lean more toward people who are experienced because of the idea that they already dealt with learning curves the past few years, and they want to try to maximize Steph and Clay and Draymond's window. Um, but the bigger portions about Draymond, if he's if he opts out, which very well likely might happen, they do want to keep him, but it's just a matter of what the dollar number looks like. And it's not even just Draymond Green's value at this time of his age of his career. It's also just the luxury tax implications. And while the Warriors have never been a team that wanted to say, hey, we, we are going to prioritize business decisions over basketball decisions, the, the reality is this. With the CBA, like you can almost multiply seven times one. So every one million you're spending, it's going to be seven extra that they're spending on the luxury tax. And then the other part is uh, with Clay Thompson, I don't think that they're going to extend him this summer. They do like him. You know, they want to keep riding that train, but I think because he has one year left on his contract, he didn't have the best year this past season, and, you know, wanting to see how he's continuing to overcome his injuries, they feel like, let's just ride out this season, and then we'll have the those conversations next summer. And then with Jordan Poole, uh, I don't think that they're looking to trade him just for the sake of it or addition by subtraction. I do think that they give him credit for his role in the title last season, his role for at least being professional after the Draymond punch. At the end of the day, they got to the second round. Now, that being said, they are mindful of his inconsistencies. So with that, they're
they're certainly not beholden to him. Part of the reason why they did the extension in the first place is, you know, not only did they have confidence in his upside, but they also thought, thought that that would give them flexibility for possible deals down the line. So they'll certainly be aggressive, listen to offers, but Jordan Poole will only not be in a Warriors uniform if they wind up getting a significant deal of substance as opposed to just dumping salary or addition by subtraction. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those deals where it looks like a ton of money now, and it, it really is in like everyday money, but the more the new deals come in, the more it'll actually be a little, you know, it, it will be substantially less than the, the top level deals. If you can think you can make him into a starter. Um, there's some talk about Zion Williamson potentially yeah. being moved. Is that a reality? It very well could be a reality. I, I mean, I know that David Griffin, he's very aggressive and trying to get draft picks and all that. And uh, look, uh, you got Scoot Henderson potentially available. Maybe they'll go for it. But with, with Zion, I also don't know if you know teams like Portland or Charlotte would want him because of his unknown injury history. And it's very interesting because prior to this past season, the Pelicans were very bullish on a number of things. They were optimistic that his injuries are behind him. They, they felt like he was coachable and he's doing all the right things as far as learning to unshed bad habits from conditioning, training, dietary standpoint. And they do feel like he's a good guy. But clearly, that discipline hasn't been there and being able to be consistent. And when it comes to availability, look, like the off the court stuff is some something else. And, you know, look, I think that that's more of a private thing, and I don't think it's going to even enter the equation. But to be clear, I wouldn't be surprised that they include him in possibilities just because they've never known if he can be consistently healthy. And given his track record since entering the NBA, you have to assume that you're, he's not going to be consistently available. Bruce Brown's the only like I don't want to say question mark but the only guy that potentially could leave the Nuggets feels like the Nuggets and I'm I'm very much against any dynasty talk it does feel like they're they're a team that while winning a championship you could essentially expect the same roster and maybe some additions in terms of depth in the regular season coming up next year yeah, well, look, uh, their whole starting five's under contract next season, so I'm with you. It's too early to say dynasty talk. When you look at the history of the league, I think, what, the Celtics, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Cavs, or not the Cavs, the Rockets, and the Bulls are the only teams to ever repeat, so it's hard to do that, number one. But number two, I think that uh, you know Bruce Brown, he told the Denver Post he wants to come back, so they have the core pieces in play, and I would handicap the odds for them to repeat because they're all in their prime. They got continuity. There's so many un- other unknowns with the other possible contenders with Boston and Milwaukee and I guess the Clippers and the Warriors. But you do have to also assume because it's the NBA, there's going to be changes this summer. Teams are going to make monumental moves or make incremental moves that change the championship landscape. So I'm with you. Um, too early for dynasty talk, but not too early to think they are the favorites to win the title next season, but certainly not 
what it was with the Warriors, with Kevin Durant, where he felt like, oh, it's inevitable they're going to collect another one. It's it's the Nuggets, number one, and then a handful of other teams in the mix. And depending on the offseason, maybe it's just a collection of parity among all those, including the Nuggets. He's the great Mark Medina. He joins us here on Fox Sports Radio as our NBA insider. Mark, you're the best. Really appreciate you joining us. Right back at you, my friend. Appreciate you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Jay Stu, did you see that uh, tweet from some Oakland fan? No. Was it to all of us? Uh, It was uh, Alec in PDX. So he doesn't even live in Oakland. He lives in uh, Portland, right? Uh, I've listened to Gottlieb's show a bit over the years. He's always taken runs at Oakland anytime he can. Not sure if Oakland had sex with his wife or and made him watch. But for some reason, he's always hated Oakland, which is fine. He doesn't present himself as objective anyway. But for him to kick off his nationally syndicated radio show on his knees verbally 
Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pass from that word. It's not a terrible word, but in the context, it, it is. Uh, John Fisher and I don't know who, uh, Dava Caval, maybe throw up in my mouth. Uh, Jason Stewart, tell Doug he's a biatch. Alec, uh, my brother lived in uh, uh, Oak, the Oakland Hills for six years. I'm telling you the reality of it. Like, you want to sit here and kill the messenger? Fine. You lost your Raiders, you lost your Warriors, you're losing your A's. This is not a Doug Gottlieb problem. It's not an ownership problem. It's a you problem. By the way, you don't live there anymore either. (laughs) Well, I moved out of Oakland because of whatever. So did all three teams. I, I, I thought I made a pretty smart point. They were like, in the one night, the one night all year, we're like, hey, let's screw them up. Reverse boycott, everybody show up. 27,000 people there. That is akin to Jerry Maguire saying, who's coming with me? And he got Renee Zellweger and some goldfish. That's it. You can call me all names you want. Uh, I don't live in Oakland. I don't care about Oakland. I'm just telling you, no professional sports teams want to be in Oakland. And if you put PDX by your name, that probably means that you live in Portland. Even you don't want to be in Oakland. Let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. My buddy says, uh, yeah, Oakland, price of living going up, chance of living going down. Ah, that's a little unfair, but probably accurate. Uh, what's the game today? <laughs> what's, what's the game today? Rank em. I just wanted to let it breathe, so I was not tied <laughs> to any of these comments. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh yeah, it is uh, one of the chances today, Doug. Uh, what are the chances that Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard are on new teams to start next season? Um, I think it's about both of them. Yes, this is a double up. Uh, uh. Double up. Uh, double up. Uh, uh. Um, he's from Oakland, isn't he? Sir Mix-a-Lot? Yeah. I thought I he think was from S- Seattle. I don't know. I, I can't remember. What are the chances? What are the chances? Can someone get... Sir Mix-a-Lot is from... I thought he was from Seattle, but I could be wrong. Washington, you're right. My bad. Yeah, even he's not from Oakland. Um, what are the chances? I'll go 40%. And, and the reason that I'm saying 40% is I do think there's a world where Brad Beal ends up in Portland. Right? Uh, top three pick. They want a dude. You got to be able to take on a ridiculous salary. I don't. I like Brad Beal. I've heard only great things about him as a human being. Remarkable physical fitness. I've heard he's got like a thirty size thirty two waist too. Like he's six five with like a thirty two waist. Um, but he is thirty. He's had a bunch of injuries, and that's a that's a gigantic contract. I don't think the value is what you th- you'd get for Kevin. You got for Kevin Durant, for example. Um, so I'd say forty percent chance they both end up elsewhere. All right, Doug, what are the chances the Stefan Diggs drama lingers in Buffalo? Um, I'd say 70%. Because of the by language in the playoff game, because of this being the first part of the... It's if, even if he's there, it's going to linger. I think linger is the appropriate word that I'm reacting to, 70% chance. All right, finally, Doug, what are the chances that there's some hiccup to your arrival at tomorrow's live broadcast at the U.S. Open? 95% chance. Okay. <laughs> you guys know me way too well. It's your honest. 
<laughs> That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Hey, right now, there's going to be traffic or something, uh, something weird. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm leaving early. I'm, I'll make sure that I, I want to see the grounds. I want to see both the courses. Uh, game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. Come to next to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Live at the Tyrac.com studios. What is your best golf experience? That's... For each wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins meeting with the Patriots today. Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs back at mandatory minicamp. Doug, back to you. All right, thank you so much, Dan. It's Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, from live from the Tyrac.com studios, what are the chances okay, that Bradley Beal is traded before the NBA draft? I'll share it with you next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 